to another episode of True Chat, Today's Temperature, another May Music production. I am your host, Joy of Joyful Sounds, and this, my friends, is episode 14 of Today's Temperature. And I'm so, like, geeked about this conversation that you all are about to hear. Uh, overwhelmed and overjoyed to hear and see a lot of my high school friends, and these are people that I grew up with, um, a bit different from you all that were, that went to high school and went home after you went to school, you know, <laughs> these people were my family, they became family, distance family, it, it operated just like a real family, your distant family, so forth and so on, so it was a real treat to have all of us in the house, and I really look forward to the future conversations that I'll be having with other uh, Pineywood alumni. Um, before me and after me, for that matter, it is a rich, we have a rich culture and a rich background, you all. And as I move through these conversations, I hope you all truly understand, I don't know anybody that would still be talking about something that they didn't know and felt very dearly and very grateful for the experience and knowing that is a big part of who I am today. Why my path had to be the way it was. As I'm here back at home, it is clear to me that we all needed to go and experience something different to bring back to our families and our communities. Who was experienced? I mean, out of Inglewood, I remember us, one of the worst insults, you African booty scratcher. <laughs> and then to go right into ninth grade with Africans from all over the continent, and they had way more money, more education, more experience, more life experience than I had. <laughs> That's how this country do you. So again, these conversations, no matter how difficult they are, they are a part of us. So I am truly grateful for you all participating in this conversation. Tamisha, Umi, James, thank you. And I love y'all. Let's go. Get up, get up, get up, get up. How's everything? Good. I can't complain. How about you? I'm doing blessed. I'm doing so well. I'm doing great. That's good. We all look like out of high school. I know. Y'all are. Like, y'all looking straight young. Oh, thank you. I appreciate the compliment. Yeah. How's Tamu doing in Yaka? They good. They, you know, they bosses. They, uh, Tamu is teaching. Um, she's been teaching for maybe the last six years, seven years now. She's doing really well. Uh -huh. and, uh, Yaka is the vice president of uh, of uh, wellness at the NFL, so she's so super high. Okay. Yeah, she's still the same in Yaka. You know that. <laughs> That's a lot of work. 
That's oh, a man, lot she, of fucking work. She's she, she <laughs> the only person I know that work harder than me. She works hard. I'm like, I, know, I already know she babysit. She doing a whole bunch of shit. A whole bunch of shit that's not in the job description is what right. I'm talking about. Just by yeah, they got her, especially because she's like responsible for the rookies. Um, especially as they first like get acclimated to the league. Um, and so that's a lot of that's just a lot of headache. But she's done really well for herself as it relates to like defining a a, a, a responsible role for black women. And like I'm real proud of like she resilient, you know what I'm saying? She don't really like express that shit to me or really like to the family, but I see what she's doing, like. You know, she's well respected. Like motherfuckers, like Jerry Rice, be texting her like, "Yo, Doc, thank you for running that shit." Like she's dope. That's good. Yeah, that's what's up. I feel good to know and be associated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So I see, uh, Mr. Al, <laughs> Mr. Alfred flexing with that good weather back there. Is that just a picture? Yeah. yeah. Hey, James. I didn't even know he was over here. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah. Tamisha Beeman, it's been 30 years since I've seen you. I know, it's been a minute. What's going on, sir? Yeah, don't <laughs> age a bit. All is well, I can't complain. I'm, uh, I'm out here, you, you see my full background, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tanisha, where you at? Oh, I live in um, near Dallas. I'm in, I live in Red Oak, but it's near Dallas. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Tamisha, you sound like you sound like Miss Kirkland. Do <laughs> Are you saying because you probably <laughs> why you why are you saying I gotta sound like Miss Kirkland? You sound just like Miss Kirkland, man. <laughs> Cast and crew together, you know, October. We had everybody on deck. I ended up getting the guy that um the lead from the Temptations. He, yeah. He um he's the lead in it. It's really well done, man. It's I'm really proud of this shit. I, I got a new one coming. I got a new one coming. I got one um this one's gonna be uh, executive produced by NYU. I got a role for you in it already. I got the perfect role for you in it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to, I like to hear that. I got the perfect role for you. Yeah, and it yeah. comes with a check. I love it. Today's temperature have the discussions, the difficult discussions to hash out unconscious beliefs and knowings that keep us from uh, moving forward and progressing. So uh, normally, before I do these uh, discussions because they can get intense and heated. You have these discussions to bring out the unconscious beliefs. So I pick people and bring people together that are mature enough to actually see themselves, see when that happens, and to be able to be accountable for their own words as well, their own words and actions in this conversation. All right, so we take what we learn from here and we take them to our corners. But in this specific situation uh, and conversation, we're actually moving to unite. We're actually looking to come together for the purpose of Piney Woods Country Life School. So there are a couple of uh, activities that I do before I actually go into the uh, discussion and they're called centering activities. Um, the first one is a meditation and the second one is a presence and activity. The meditation, um, are you all familiar with meditation? Is anybody mm -hmm. that's not? Mm -hmm. Okay. So pretty much, I'm not going to spend a lot of time doing the meditation. We're just going to use it as a breathing exercise to just bring us, bring us to the present. So if you all will, just close your eyes and get your feet planted. 
yourself in a comfortable position. And just take a deep breath in through your nose. And out through your mouth. And just let go of all of today's, yesterday's, and any other days. Thoughts, stress, tension, resistance. Bring yourself to the present. Open your mind and your heart and set intention for a discussion and a conversation to have us to ascend to a higher level, to produce the things that we want to see, the lives that we want, the institutions that we want to see. You all know, open your eyes when you're ready to return. First, I'd like to say thank you all for participating in this conversation, in this discussion. Um, what we have on the table today is a discussion about Piney Woods, keeping its doors open, more so with the support of ourselves. The presencing activity that we are to do is to really get you focused on knowing your body. And I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that I'm here with people that uh, pretty much know that. Um, and if not, here's an activity that'll get you acclimated. In presencing, we give three things. We give your current thought, a current emotion, what you're feeling, and your body. These things really do bring you present. They kind of tell you what's going on with you and your emotions if you know how to read your body and how to shift. I think we're all to a point where we know how to shift our emotions and our energy. The emotions, we keep them at four. And the four are, they're real simple, is anger, fear, creative. And creative is also sexual and joy. So that's anger, fear, sexual slash creative, Enjoy. All right. So I am my current emotion is a cocktail of them. So I got joy, uh, sexual creativity, and a little fear. Um, my present body state is I'm feeling tingly all over. And my next thought is, damn, I wonder what they're thinking. <laughs> if they're <laughs> ready for this conversation. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to pass it to Umi. I, 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 I'm going to just say it as I remember it. But my, my emotion, I mean, I'm always in a creative space. Um, always. Uh, but, you know, there's always a cocktail and an infusion going on, too. Because that's what keeps creators creative. Um, and I think, um, you know, um, in there is is always um, a, a little bit of of uh, sexual energy too. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, that's my emotion. Um, what was the second one? Your uh, current feeling state. Like, where? What are you feeling in your body? I mean, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling like so inspired and empowered. Um, I'm, I'm like a vessel of light right now. I'm just like a ray. 
and I'm just I'm just doing whatever the fuck I want to do, and I feel great, and that's in my heart. I'm feeling that, you know. I'm not I'm feeling radiant, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's how I'm feeling. And then what's the last one? And your next and your most current thought. My most current thought is. How am I to count up this money? How I'm getting this money? That's my right now. That's what I'm thinking. Like, you know, and you know, but behind that, I mean, because I always think economic, that's why my, my team loves me. But behind that really um, is probably my most powerful thought is how we going to spread the economics to help develop the community. Um, you know, those two things stay in my mind at all times. And everything I do is really thriving with those two those two attributes kind of leading the way. Um, that's kind of what's made me prosper. I, I too am feeling uh, a creative uh, energy. Um, my 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 physical state is is kind of disjointed. It's been that way for a minute because I'm going through a metamorphosis of uh, of, of recalibrating and re reconstructing my body. Um, to a, a, a what I call a playing weight um, a show that I do. Um, the solo show is about 90 minutes and it, it takes a lot of energy on stage by yourself, keeping this, this ball in the air. Um, and then because of some other things that I'm, 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 I'm juggling, uh, family, personal life, uh, career, it's it's got me pulled, so I'm 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 really fighting um, a lot of urges like fatigue, uh, despondency, um, ambivalence. That's a big one. So, and then um, my 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 thought, my immediate thought is is excitement. I mean. Seeing Joy Smith, I haven't seen her in 30 years. Tamisha being 30 years. Boomy's always like a, a, a ray of light. Every time I see him, it's contagious. His smile, his energy. Um, we've been trying to, we've been building, trying to find something to work on together. We're actually working on something, but, you know, to, to progressing to the, to the next stages. Um, so it, it's excitement. Although I, I'm always feeling some bit of angst somewhere because I don't think things are right where they need to be, but I'm always excited about the possibilities. Always. always. What's up, James? I believe you're familiar with this activity. <laughs> to be let sure. me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if, if you'd asked me to do this about three years ago, four years ago, I probably would have hopped off the call. Man, we spent two and a half years in, in in the acting conservatory, I'm so tired of center yourself and come one with yourself and roll around on the floor breathing. Yeah. Like what the fuck? You good, man? No, let's go, let's go. But but it's very important. It's very important. I, I've come to appreciate it. You know how it is when you first start. Yeah. School, <laughs> doing something. Oh, this is cool. And then you just they just inundate you with you like, okay, I'm over it. And then you come back through life. Life teaches you how to appreciate these small things, yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Okay, well, this is my first time doing this type of activity in this way. 
plane. <laughs> um, but I am feeling joy. I mean, like it was like just it was a surprise to see both Umi and James, and I haven't seen either of them in forever. So it was that was great. And then um, in my everyday life. Um, I think there's some creativity. I think there's some, um, I think I'm coming out of feeling uh, over, now I don't want to say overwhelmed, but just stretched a little thin um, with the way my life is set up right now. Um, I mean, like in a lot of ways, we're again, an absolutely great place. Um, but in a lot of ways, because um, my husband works in another state, a lot of the times it's like, I'm just, I'm feeling overwhelmed a lot, but now at my job, things are slowing down. So I'm relieved <laughs> that we're coming into my slow season. And then I'm excited that, um, the summer is coming, um, because I have so many ideas for business ventures, um, and ways to bring in multiple streams of income. So, um, just excited about the prospect of being able to slow down and really focus on developing these uh, business ideas into something viable. Um, it's exciting for me. Um, so that was the, how I'm feeling. Uh, what was the other two? Please remind me. Your uh, your current your body your body. What's your body feeling? What are you feeling in your body? Well, um, I'm coming out of feeling fatigue and just tiredness and um and so now I think I'm more thankful and hopeful and um relief that my busy season is coming to a close and I'm I'm things are going to slow down professionally. Um you know and then that will make everything else less stressful if that makes any sense. And your current thoughts. My current thought is, what is the purpose of this activity? Where are we going? The previous conversation that we had, it was myself, Tamisha, and uh, Howard. And we shared pretty much our, uh, our experience of good, bad, and ugly experiences in Piney Woods. Um, some of us didn't have any ugly or bad experiences, and some of us, our experience seemed to morph. So it was hard to separate. So I'd like for you all to share. And when I say you all, I mean Umi and um, James. You all share your experience at Piney Woods. What is Piney Woods for you? What did it, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly? I mean, that's, you know, that's a tough question for me because, like, <clears throat> Piney Woods, you know, I went there a long time. You know what I'm saying? I was at Piney Woods like from seventh grade, you know what I'm saying? I was the youngest kid at Piney Woods at one time. Um, that was at the, that was in the dorms. Um, they allowed me to be there a year early because my sisters was there. And they was, you know, they were pretty ex excelling pretty well in school. I guess the idea that I might be similar, but I was nothing like them. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, let that be clear. Um, and I mean, I'm not, I'm nothing like nobody that was at Piney Woods. I'm proud of that. You know what I'm saying? But, um, I don't think Piney Woods 
well, let me just say this first of all before I even because the criticism is 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 relevant based on the progression of my life. You know what I'm saying? The fact that I'm here, I can say the things that I can say. Um, and so I owe a lot to Piney Woods, you know what I mean? The idea of me being able to go somewhere and not get killed. Um, as so many of my peers went through, you know what I'm saying? Or getting fucked up by the police or whatever the hell was left for black black men, young black men in the early 90s. So uh, with that being said, uh, you know, all of this comes with a grain of salt as well, because, you know, um, that's why I said it's such a complicated thing to talk about. But um, when, you know, what I loved about Piney was, was the essence of black people, right? It's the first time I got to understand how deep our culture is. When I go back and look at my experiences, my worldly experiences, the fact that I've been blessed to go through three passports. I'm just, I'm thankful, but I never seen more richer experience of black uh, life, culture, than what I seen as a child at Piney Woods. Black scholars, gangsters, athletes, you know, from all webs of, uh, of, of America, and beyond, um, that shit was important for me as a as a as a prolific as a prolific black man I am today. If, you know that was just that was just profound for me. So that supersedes a lot of the the bullshit that I endure because I'm just a strong, powerful black man that can't be beat by nobody. So it'd be damned if I let my my high school and and secondary years ruin my life but that's just me but in that flip side I've taken my attitude places I've been you know I won't speak on it but I've been places you know I'm performing and shit and I've seen cats that from from the woods you all kind of motherfuckers I'll be all over the world performing so I uh, cats came backstage and I'm talking about the woods I got dope experiences in the woods because I, I I went all the way through it so I'm talking about my experiences and and I'm 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 thinking that's everybody's experience and and I'm I, and I'm and I'm hurting this dude as he's hearing my joy of 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 celebrating my moments he's going through his terrible moments and he spoke on this shit like in front of like all my friends like some real profound niggas and he basically was just like yo piney was fucked me up you know he said like you know um you know, the shit that I was, the the level of abuse that I took at Piney was, it made me question who I was as a man. And um, I went through a whole five, six year period through depression and not knowing who I was. And and Piney was had that in it. Like it was the element of Merrimack that if you wasn't equipped to handle yourself, you was gonna be in a tough situation sometimes. So. You know, I felt bad for him, but at the same time, that ain't really my experience at Piney Woods. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't, I, I could relate, but I couldn't, you know what I'm saying? But that that that's just that goes to say it's a it's a dual thing going on with the woods. And I think my experience, I could talk about like the the lack of leadership as it relates to dorm parenting and shit like that. 
you know, that's probably some of the flaws that I had. But I was a real fucked up young cat. Like I was beating up teachers and shit. So, you know, I'm I'm a little different. You know what I'm saying? A lot of I'm sorry to cut you off, but when when did that shit start? Tamisha, you remember that? No. Like who the fuck? Obi, I just like I don't remember that about you. And I know, <laughs> I know we graduated. You know what I'm saying? We were gone. But I just I got kicked out of Pinewoods every year I was there. I had no, except, I had no knowledge of that. For my senior year. Oh my but god! I made all A's at Pinewoods every year too. After my after my ninth grade year, I made all A's every year. But I got kicked out every year. Wow! So who you beat up? No, just play. <laughs> I Mr. Bowens, the art teacher. Get the, get the fuck out of here! Oh, dude, I, you know who I was thinking? You said Mr. Bowens. I was thinking of, uh, he used to wear the shag. That is shocking. I beat a, a dorm parent, though. I, I got in a fight with a dorm parent, too. That's how I got kicked out my my 11th grade year. But he okay. came at me, and I, and I swung a chair at him, and it slipped, hit him in the shoulder, and I ran. And I got kicked out for that shit. But, you know, I got kicked out a lot, you know, so I think a lot of that was based on the idea of discipline was more important than Piney was the education in some in some, in some faucets. And I mean, I dig it, you know, based on what we was going through and what was going on, but it was a little overzealous. Um, and, you know, you know, but a lot of that was my own doing, you know what I'm saying? So I won't, I won't get into much of that, but you know, you know, I'll speak on I'll speak on it like from a balanced level when I talk about Piney Woods, you know. And the last thing I'll talk about is just the level of, you know, uh it was no discipline as it relates to this understanding of of of, of young men's sexuality and how we grow up and, and develop as men. You know, like this idea that is a fucking shower a room that's a, a shower and that's, you know, for all people is no, they, they can't put no stalls in there. And that hurt a lot of young men too. You dig? Cause now you got young men questioning their manhood. It's just a lot that comes with that. Now you face to take a shower at a certain time, butt ass naked, you young, you, you don't have no, that shit is like prison. You know what I'm saying? It's the same mentality and it, and it, and it, uh, it breeds a prison mentality. You know what I'm saying? So shit like that, was fucking ridiculous, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, only the strong survive in the real world. So, hey, you know what I'm saying? When I look at it, you know what I mean? I ain't tripping, but it, that was tough for a lot of a lot of young black men to go through, you know what I'm saying? So, you know. Mr. Alfred. Woman in Lampton, you got detention. Woman in Lampton, woman in Lampton. James remember James Merrimack knew about me. I was a nut. How James go remember? He was gone before we were. But I remember Umi the Lampty. You, you remember him being Umi the Lampty. Umi the Lampty. That's Miss Watkins. Miss Watkins. Umi, come here, Umi. Come here, Umi. I know it was you, partner. I know it was you, partner. I, said, I was going to go through my shit because I just remember you being. Uh, he was quiet. You had your little crew. And he, was, uh, he was. He was. He was. But he, he was. He was young. He was. He was. Umi was a lot younger than us. I, I think when I was a senior, Umi was a what? Eighth grade? Ninth grade? Eighth grade. What? 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 what I came out of ninety one. You came out of what? Ninety five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he, um, we knew him because he made a reputation for himself. <laughs> but he was. A, he, he was. A, he was a shorty. Uh, where you from again, Umi? I'm from Alabama originally, but we, right, 
we was coming through Atlanta and all that funny shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting what you say about the showers because I never looked at it that way. Uh, I played sports, uh, played basketball in college, and um, I had the exact opposite per- per- perceptive perspective of it. Uh, when I went to Stillman College, the dorms were like that. Maybe it was something that was germane to the design of black schools because that prepared me for the showers at Stillman. And and, and, and the wild thing about it was that was my first introduction of up close and up front outside of your family of homosexuality, like men just being out and being gay and they showering, you know, like you say, them wide open showers, uh, and you know, you're on the same wing with them, you showering with them and, uh, and, and, and all that, uh, but it was all men together, just showering the same way. And then in sports, you know, after the game, you, you know, you hit the showers. So I think had it not been for, for that experience at Pinewoods, I definitely would have been freaked out by that. But you know, I don't know if, if you, yeah, you've been back there, uh, as in the last recent years, they got stalls now. Yeah, yeah, they got stalls. It's inhumane. I mean, from that perspective, I'll just chime in real quick. I don't want to interrupt you, but like the basketball shit, that's understandable, right? But that's still choice. That's choice oriented, right? We choose that lifestyle, right? But for it to be, and like I said, like, you know, I was I was in the cool crowd, so shit, we didn't give a fuck about that. But right, right. I just seen it. And then, you know, you had that level of homosexuality too at Piney Woods. I was some- just about to say, like, I'm surprised. How could y'all not, first off? Because you would get your ass place- whooped. And right. Mar- Merrimack was not the place for that. Like it like it like uh-huh. that didn't seem sugar-coated. But after them, after them hours, it was this place where you fought. You could fight without going to, without getting sent home. So you didn't fight on campus. You fought in the dorm. Soon as motherfucker talking shit, you busting, you busting their lip. Like it was, it was hands on. They was robbing you. They were fucking with you at night when you go to sleep. It was like a prison environment in that dorm. And if you wasn't cut from a certain cloth, you was lunch meat. That's crazy because I, I, ne- I never had, I never had that experience. But it was, I heard it was wild. Before I got there, like I got there in '89, I heard like '86, '85, early '80s. It was, it was, a, it was a trip. It was wild, but before and after you left, and while you was there, nigga, like this shit was wild. <laughs> Were you there with, right. Mus- with Muscoso and fucking yeah, and fucking Kamal Arahim? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's when that was them days. That was them days, man. They ain't never do nothing that was that was that I thought one day Moscoso got upset us over something. He went in the shower and sat in the shower with a bait in a chair with a baseball bat and said nobody could come in here. <laughs> but we all laughed at that shit. We was like, this nigga lost his mind. But I mean, um the 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 sexuality thing, the sexuality piece, it was like uh, you know, a cu- couple cats, you just say, okay, we well, you know, as we called it, funny style then. Um, like, okay, you know, huh? Is this at Piney Woods or this? Yeah, is okay. yeah. Well, even even you know, being just coming through, you know, you 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 was oh yeah, he he funny, and you just let like let him alone. Um, versus, like I said, but Umi was there a lot longer than I am. I was, and he probably had more knowledge of the the underbelly, 
and I did. Um, but there were cats. I, I did see younger kids. That young boy they they had um, on on our on our floor named Chad. He was a big kid, but he was only in seventh grade. They had him mm-hmm. down there with us, and he um, they had to put him upstairs because people were they people were messing with him. You know, taking taking your snack cakes and shit like that. Um, but my experience at Piney Woods it was first of all it was something that was completely my life up until about 96 95 when i realized i'm i'm not going to play professional basketball everything in my life was viewed through those lens through that lens i did not really recognize like the narrative that i have of piney woods it was my was was the narrative that i was able to construct from memory and of my experience <clears throat> After the fact, I didn't really appreciate or recognize the fact that this was the first time that I had seen black kids my age talking about going to college as if it's, a, it's an actual reality. Um, you tell me about somebody that came from 63rd Street in Chicago, often from, from 6215 South Wabash in the projects over in Woodlawn. Um, trying to dodge being recruited by, you know, black, black P-Stone, then the black disciples and all that, you know, I, I, I was telling somebody the other day, I was more afraid of my mother than I was of the streets. Um, and I just, you know, I, it just did, did, didn't catch me up that way. So when I, when I left Hyde Park, I mean, of course they had a magnet program and all that, but it was the first time, I guess because Piney Woods was very concentrated. It was a smaller environment, but I ain't never, I mean, a cat like Umi, for example, you know, uh, Ethiopians, uh, uh, the kids from South Africa. I mean, I never interfaced with anybody, you know, that wasn't from Chicago, that wasn't from, um, uh, I mean, the closest was was Indiana and, and then Detroit. But for the most part, even family, we hadn't really even visited family that much. So going to college, placed in 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 basketball like I'm gonna go to college off of off of athletic scholarship when I should have been thinking about an academic scholarship well but the Tamisha Beamers the Nikisha Beamers the Vicky Sheds the the Rodney Denny's the the Charles Darts the them cats like all y'all I I y'all were like anomalies to me so my experience then was just was was kind of like wow I'm I'm really around some some different kind of people. And I started adapting those ways than rejecting them. Um, but I think toward the, my, the end of my senior year, I started getting a whiff and started seeing about the politics of, of, of the place, which I come to realize that that exists everywhere. But, you know, for the most part, that ex- that that two year experience on that campus really prepared me for what was coming next. Going to class, uh, it was tripped me out. I, I was so excited, but yet intimidated by the whole college ex- college idea. When I got there, I, I had never got straight A's in my life ever, except in eighth grade, like you know, elementary school. Dude, I, I bust a three seven five because it's four A's and one C because 
I'm looking around these cats. They're like not studying. They want to go into class. They fall asleep in class. I'm like, dude, we took our classes were two hours long. Two fall fall asleep after, after 55 minutes. Are you crazy? I'm like, I'm, I'm ready to go. Uh, so that helped. And then, like I said, the whole bathroom situation, that, that, that was trippy when I, when I got there, uh, I thought the dorms were going to be like, kind of like facts of life. <laughs> <You know? laughs> At HBCUs, the dorms ain't like that. You know, you, um, uh, Umi, did you, you went to HBCU, Umi? Nah, nah, nah. I was done with all that all black shit after college. After high school. <laughs> you were to Syracuse, right? Nah, I went to Wesleyan. What Wesley? That's right. You because that's where you met my cousin, right? Wesley, right, 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 right. right. In Connecticut. Uh, yeah. Get up, get up, get up, get up. <laughs> Yo, that Umi something else. He's so real, so real. Remind me a lot of myself. We're, we're so much alike, bro. That is how I remember you. <laughs> you were just a lot younger then. So I guess I can see, as a black man, how you do, how you were getting in that type of trouble. <laughs> yeah, I do. I can see it. I just did not realize it. But, uh, yo, y'all see the deliciousness in that conversation? Um, <laughs> and Umi at the end talked about I was done with it, that all black shit, yo. And my experience with that, another conversation and another experience of uh, Piney Woods moving into college and moving into the next phase. Um, that experience being real, real for people. OK, so without giving a whole bunch of commentary at the end, because there's so much more to come. We had a, a over a two hour discussion, you all. And oh, my God. It's so much more to share. You all be sure to stay tuned in. Normally when I do today's temperature episodes, they're every other week. But because of this conversation and its, its content and the length of it, I'm going to give it its due worth and post it every week. So y'all be sure to tune in for the rest of the conversation. On that note, I am your host, Joy of Joyful Sounds. Signing off and out. Peace.